Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we are figuring out what we're actually doing. I'm your host, John, and with me, as always, my co-host, and the actual runner of this podcast, Wombat. How's it going, Wombat? Is that, is that what I am? Yeah. Is that what I'm supposed to be? Yeah, it's your podcast. <sighs> oh, I'm really terrible at it. <laughs> I'm, uh, we should hire somebody else. Yeah, I'm not going to argue <laughs> with you. But not having an actual producer besides Archimedes would be really nice. Um, yeah. Besides your owl. Yeah. Uh, Archimedes be, it, it'd be is really nice owl. to have a human producer. Oh, I thought it was Archimedes from the Disney classic, The Sword in the Stone. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's it's not. Oh, oh gosh! You, That's the assumption I've been working under this whole time. No, 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 no. And you mentioned the Disney classic Sword in the Stone, and honestly, the first thing I like it was just an immediate brain leap from that to the Disney classic, um, the the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, a better film. Yeah, it it is. Although also terrible. Also yeah, <laughs> compared to the source, oh, it's terrible. It's a, what what was it? They picked like the third novel in a series of five and adapted that into a movie. No, 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 no. They gave. Yeah, no, it is the second novel. Yeah, shit. I was gonna say yeah. it was the first. Like it, it somehow mashes the plot of the second one into the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Insane. It's like, it's like if you wanted to adapt Earthsea and you just, you went with the third book. Yeah. But like, you have no idea who anything, anyone is, what anything is, what the world is like at all. Because that's all set up in the first book. No, no, no. Okay, so (laughs) so to to do it better, it's like, we're going to jump into the third book, but the first ten minutes of the film are going to be the first half of the first book condensed into ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we're we're going to go through and pick out all the things that are character development, and then we're just going to force them in here. (laughs) Here's Ged's Childhood. Um, we're gonna skip past all of his, uh, adventures at school, the entire, like, life-finding journey he had to go through in order to discover who he really was and everything. Yeah. Coming to terms with all of his past, because we skipped all of his past, we're going to skip past him being a mentor to this person from a tribe who, like, people in his society consider savages. We're gonna skip past all of that. And we're gonna go straight to like him coming to terms with mortality and. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, That's what we're doing. I'm assuming you've read the Chronicles of Prydain. No, I haven't. Okay. It's okay. Like it's a classic uh, fantasy novel that's like based on myth that it. it butchers all the myth fuck i hate that part of it uh but i do really want to read it at some point i just there's a long list of things i want to do in my life and that one hasn't come up yet yeah it's it's very frustrating to me 
because all of the characters are very frustrating. They're they're like dense as hell. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, that's just fantasy characters. Though. It's I mean, like for the most Lord part, of yeah. the Rings. <laughs> for the most part, you're right. Hey, so uh, <laughs> that's enough uh, faffing about. Uh, what's your glowing weak point? So okay. okay, I'm sure uh, you've had a glowing weak again, point in the last three days. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say two things here because one I just want to talk about. It's not a glowing weak point. It's just the thing I want to talk about. Okay. So I'll start with that. Um, at work, uh, there's a guy. There's another driver, um, and he plays music. He he like plays guitar, and I was talking with him about it. And I mentioned, like, like yeah, you know, I used to kind of play bass. I, I did it for, like, a year. Oh, you're going to be in I a band? I was never super good at it. No, no. Aww. But, but the conversation made me dig my bass out of my closet. Oh, good. And now it's in my room. It's sitting there staring at me. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I shouldn't have dug it out. I feel it's like, you know, they just found like five Egyptian tombs. Yeah. Um, digging the base out is like trying to open one of those up. It, it's it's only going to curse you. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll go get it restrung because the uh, the strings are rusted, oh. and then maybe I'll play it rusted strings wow yeah you i mean really they were rusted when i bought the th- oh, okay. they, they were rusted when i bought the bass and i just never replaced them okay <laughs> i was yeah, like you th- really this is the first played this in a while <laughs> this is the first bass i ever picked up it's a it's a baltimore with like a, a longer neck than normal which okay. means there's more space between the frets also yeah it's a it's a little bit of a jazzy bass Mm. It was my least favorite of my three bases, but it's the only one I have left. That's very sad. <laughs> yeah, I miss I miss Ashley. Ashley was a purple Ibanez. Uh, Why don't you was, have Ashley she anymore? She was hot. I had to sell her. Uh, could never sell yeah. one of my instruments. It, it it was money troubles, and I wasn't practicing anymore. So the the Ibanez was worth more than the Baltimore, obviously. Yeah, so. with its rusted strings. Yeah, <laughs> that I got at a garage sale for like twenty bucks. Yeah. So what's yeah. your what's your actual glowing weak point? Uh, my actual glowing weak point is my my girlfriend and her husband were on vacation. For three, four, five days, whatever. I don't know. But they came back last night, and they came back with a bottle of Scorpion tequila. Ooh. I'm assuming it's got a yeah. scorpion in it. It did have a scorpion in it. Uh, they got a tiny little bottle of this stuff for like 40 bucks. They got taken. <laughs> Listen, they were taken. But yeah. uh, it, it made three margaritas, which we shared, and it was the best margarita I've ever personally made. So that was a good time. Okay. It had a smokiness to it. It was nice. Interestingly, I think it's technically not tequila. It's mezcal because tequilas yeah. can't have anything else in it. 
but for all intents and purposes, that, that's not true. Tequila is just. It mezcal. can have a worm in it. No, no, that's mezcal if it has a worm in it. Really? Yeah, uh, I know because I had mes a, a bottle of tequila, quote unquote, uh, mezcal with a worm in it. <laughs> Listen, somebody, somebody needs to tell country singers this because my entire knowledge of tequila prior to drinking it came from country songs. Yeah, and it's always uh, every single song about tequila mentions drinking the worm at the end. Yeah, every one of them. The the tequila regulatory Except for Jose Cuervo. Yeah, the tequila regulatory council does not allow gusanos, the the worm, uh, or scorpions to be included in tequila bottles. Um, I see. It's 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 not tequila if it's got something in it, but tequila is just mezcal. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's mezcal without the stuff in it yeah so yeah yeah i've had the Regardless, before i don't i don't it, like it bugs margarita. So, so i don't i had a little bottle of it and i was like neat and then i threw it away <laughs> nobody ate the scorpion i'm no. never going to eat the scorpion no it there's a there's a little bit of liquid down at the bottom still and it, it rolls around the scorpion rolls around in that little bit of mezcal you need to throw it and away. That's all it's ever going to do. You, you need to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't keep it. It'll rot. It's got enough. It's got enough to cover it. Okay. Okay. As long as it's got enough to cover it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You don't want it touching the air because it'll rot and then that'll be repulsive, even more than yeah. it currently is. I mean, I'll probably throw it away eventually anyway. But yeah, they spent forty bucks on it and it's already gone. So. I'm going to keep the bottle around this a little is, bit. This is reminding me that I need to drink some of my mead that I have because I, you know, I, I got back from my trip to Virginia a little bit ago and I have like two bottles of mead that I brought back from there that I are just sitting there and I don't buy alcohol for show. <laughs> no, it, no. I, same. It, I buy alcohol to drink. Yeah, I bought it. So that I could drink it and then throw away the bottle. <laughs> I have been keeping most of my alcohol bottles, but that's because I intend to use them for uh, syrup storage once I make different syrups. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I could. I mean, ooh. No, I you do want... have four empty bottles at this point, so I'm probably going to throw away any more that empty out. You probably want it smaller bottles than that. Um... No, I want I want this. You size want a bottle. lot of syrup? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I mean syrup keeps, so Uh Double strength syrup keeps. I I'm assuming you're talking about simple syrup, right? Well yeah, that's what I that's what I've been making right now, but I, I intend to make like grenadine and other okay. other kinds yeah, also. It, simple syrup does not keep. It, it will go bad after about a week or two. Uh, but if you make double strength, so so two parts sugar to one part water, that is sweet enough that it'll it'll keep things away. Um, it resists bacteria at that point. But, but single, yeah, that's a, that's the kind I made because um, I didn't understand what was happening in the pot, so I just kept adding sugar to it. Oh, gosh. Okay. So you have, <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck you have. <laughs> It started. It started as one and a half parts uh, sugar to one part water. Okay. Yeah. 
two that, part. That's what it started as, the, and it, it quickly became more than that. If you consume simple syrup fast enough, the easiest thing to make is actual simple syrup, uh, which is just one part to one part, and uh, that is great because you don't have to do any adding or stuff, but I don't use it that much, so I make double strength, uh, two parts sugar to one part water, and then if it says, like, add a teaspoon of simple syrup, I add half a teaspoon of simple syrup and half a teaspoon of water. <laughs> so, See, I was expecting it to uh, thicken up at some point, no. because the I was using a bottle of, like, simple syrup I bought at the store, and I was just refilling that, essentially, right? Yeah. And that stuff was thick. It came out very slowly. It was, uh, it was syrupy. Yeah. They and probably... what I have now is liquid. <coughs> they, it's, uh. They probably put xanthan gum in it or something. I, I, I see. Either that or you're not doing it by weight or something. Cause like, if I'm doing one part to one part, I, I always do by weight because that's just more accurate. Regardless, it became, uh, it's probably like triple strength at this point. Because I just kept adding like half a cup of sugar, half a cup of sugar. I'm like, thicken up! Why aren't you thickening up? (laughs) No, you've probably got like five parts to one part. (laughs) I didn't add that much more sugar. I restrained myself at a certain point. I had to call it somewhere, you know? (laughs) I'm worried about you, man. But I'm I'm slightly less worried. You know what? I'm gonna say my glowing weak point, which is actually something related to you. And I, oh. it's it's pride. I am I'm proud of you. Cause Why? Uh, after the last episode, we talked about how cancerous uh, Twitter is to the universe. Uh huh. And you have not been back on Twitter. I you have not posted a single thing since then. And I. I'm, I opened it once by accident because I was trying to find, uh, I was clicking on a link to an artist for something, and the link led to their Twitter page. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's the only time I've opened it. See, I did not go to my home feed. I did not. It's, it's I did okay. click on my notifications because you had tweeted out the s- stuff for the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did that. Didn't, you know, figured it. So, someone should. Even yeah. if. You know, but that's all I've seen since last episode, and I'm it. It made me happy that that I I said something to to help you, and you took it in stride. Even though I know that this won't last forever, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Listen, listen. Elden Ring is out. That's true. Elden Ring is out. So that can be my life for a while. All right, so moving on, what do we want to talk about? Because this, this, I guess we should announce it. This is the end of the season, uh, which should have been obvious from the fact that this is probably coming out in April. No, just before April. Right. If it was coming out in April, we'd be talking about the book I haven't read yet. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, do you want to announce that now? <laughs> I mean, sure. Since, since uh, I mean, it, we, we did just mention it, so. So, season two is coming to as an a end. space mercenary? Yeah. I woke up piloting the strongest starship. 
Yep, so season two is coming to an end with this episode, so uh, next week we will be doing a read-through and review of that book. Um, I've already yeah. read it. I I, wish I picked I it because it looked like a real book. It, it, it looked... <laughs> it looked like it had potential. Oh... <laughs> like going by the cover the cover is actually pretty cool right yeah like, it looks like a yeah. real I'm, like it looks like it could be adapted i i'm having to go back to before i had read the book to see how i viewed the book at that point and you're right it looked like it had some potential back then everything is colored for me at this point uh <laughs> <laughs> i i got the I, I usually I just get all three of them now and I just read all three of them right away and then I just go based off of memory. Um, this time I read the first book and uh, and then that like the next day I was like, well, I'll pick up the second book and I picked up the second book and I I got through the front cover of it. And then uh -huh. I put it away, and I was like, no, I can't do this to myself. I can wait another month. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will do so this. So we don't know how much worse it gets yet? No. No, we don't. <laughs> All I'm going to say is one thing, and it's an age. Fifteen. 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 Hey, that was the agent. That was the agent Invincible Shovel also. I know. It's gross. It is. Yeah, but at least in the Invincible Shovel, they didn't actually canonically fuck. I have a question. <sighs> I have an answer. You gave one age. You gave one age. <laughs> but oh, oh, we, okay, we, cool, cool. Yeah, you're you're right. You're we right. all know it takes two to tango. Indeed. Uh, so, don't know the age, but I do know that they've uh, been out of college for a bit at this point. Oh no! Have a career and have gotten promoted once. So oh no! <laughs> no no! So I'm thinking 24? Five? 25? Somewhere around there? Like our age or a little younger? Yeah, at the earliest I'd say that's, at the, at the youngest that would be where I'd put it. A decade oh, older. No. That is a problem. Oh, don't worry. The other one's 50. But she's actually an elf, which means she can live to 500. Which uh, means she's in the same place! <laughs> that makes her also basically a teenager for her people. Yes, it does. Uh, oh... Oh no. You picked this. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> you picked this. Why? I don't read the summaries or anything. I don't read reviews. I just like, oh, this looks cool. Let's let's read this. And then it turns out to be horrible. <laughs> uh 
just the most atrocious shit. It always happens to me. <laughs> it is the most atrocious shit. <laughs> uh, which is why I just stick to Sword Art Online, which is uh, also rapey. Yeah, I, I, also atrocious. <laughs> so yeah, I've been so. I think I talked about last week how I I read or I, we watched through Gungale Online Alternative. Um, this week we've started a little bit more into Alicization, and uh, I I don't like to harbor dark things within me. So when they happen and I'm done with them, I just forget about them. I push them away as if they never happened, and. Uh-huh. Um, Boy, did I forget about the part, like, halfway through the first season where Kirito and, uh, I can't remember his name. Yu-Gi-Oh! Stop a rape scene? Yeah. 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 I've seen reviews of Alicization. I've seen it talked about, so I know the scene in question. Yeah. And it's one of those scenes where it's like, hey, hey, Reki? Reki Kawahara? Hey, why do you keep writing this? Yeah. Uh, also, especially since Reki's come out and said, at, at, I remember it being in one of the afterwards of the progressives that he says that he regrets not making the female characters stronger and more, you know, solo <laughs> than than they are in the anime where, you know. All the female characters just exist to either have rape scenes around them or fawn over Kirito, who does everything for them. Right, I mean, he has stated outright that he doesn't know how to write a woman that isn't in love with Kirito. Yeah. Those are words that came out of his mouth. Yeah. So, So, I I don't know what was being expected there, but... (laughs) It's just, it's always unfortunate when I'm watching through the anime and I'm like, mm, this, this didn't need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get, in, 20 minutes in, let's get into the meat of this episode. <laughs> so, okay, here's, here was my question, because I, I actually started the, um, to angle it towards talking about the fact that this is the end of season two. Since it's the end of season two, do we want to go ahead and talk about anime? Our our thoughts on the end of them? It's close enough. I'm pretty sure the last episodes of things are not going to color our views any differently. I or- mean, so we can talk about anime mostly because I've fallen off of all but one of these. <laughs> now, now... Uh, my dress up darling, I intend to finish at some point, but I started watching it with my girlfriend and we haven't had an opportunity to sit yeah. down and watch that. So I'll get around to it. Okay. But the only thing I'm still watching other than that is Genius Prince. <laughs> That's the uh, only one. It's, it really is the only good one outside of dress up darling. <coughs> like. I don't know how it happened, but it it not only overtook Realist Hero in both of our our uh, expectations. Oh yeah, but uh, or estimations. That was that was what I the word I wanted. Yeah, it like, did. It did not look like it was going to be 
it, it looked like it was going to be a ripoff. It, yeah. It, it looked I mean, like the, it was... That's the only thing you can think at first. Is, maybe even a parody. Uh, <laughs> and then it was just... It is not that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the only good thing. <laughs> it's It's just so... Every single episode hits it out of the park. Like, yeah. the first two were the weakest ones. Yeah. And it only gets better from there. And it's not like they were horrible. We kept watching it after the first two episodes. Yeah, they, they were just the weakest. They, yeah. They, they were the ones we watched and we're like, yep, this is just a, a ripoff of the other one. And then, then it was like, this is... And then the second is, arc hit. Is this a ripoff? I mean, like, it wasn't even the the second arc. It was, like, the end of the first arc. And we're like, huh, what's going on? That was weird. <laughs> Why is this a- Around the time he goes, he goes himself and kills the rebel commander because he was racist towards his friend. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what's happening. Yeah. He, he he's way more of like an actual character than most anime protagonists are. He yeah. is not protag kun. No, like he's Soma. Not. Soma is protag kun. <laughs> Wayne is a Wayne has more in common with Lelouch from Code Geass. <laughs> yeah, like. It's yeah, he, insanity. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an actual character who actually does things. Yeah. He, he makes decisions. He follows through with them often personally. He, uh, he gets his hands dirty way more often than you would think at first for how he acts. Yeah. And also, you, like, don't, like, you don't hate him. Yeah, like, like at no point do you say like, "Oh, that was too far," or "That's the wrong thing to do," or, or what the fuck are you doing? There's, like, there's also very little cringe in this. Like, I yeah. watch a lot of things. And I'm like, "Uh, you did that anime?" Like, <laughs> and I'm not even talking about like 15 years old. I'm talking about like, wh- why as a character would you go with that? Or like. Really? You're going to make him say that? Oh, we're going to do this trope again? No, it's just good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think the the only eye-roll-worthy thing that ever happens is, like, the the playfulness between Wayne and uh, Ninim sometimes. Yeah. Like, she'll get a little bit violent, but it, it never seems to, like, actually hurt him, and it seems to just kind of be, like, like, he... Ex- I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I feel like he's inviting it. Yeah. I feel like he does it intentionally with the purpose of getting her to hit him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't bother me as much as it does in some anime where it's like, Oh, why are you hitting this person? They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. It it, it it feels much more like, I want to get hit, so I'm going to rile her up. Because I know that's how she'll respond. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I definitely say, I, I personally think My Dress Up Darling is a better anime. But it's very, very close. 
I, I think those two are definitely the top two anime. And then you have to take a couple steps until you get to the next good one. <laughs> and, and what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Because the, the next good ones, like all the others are just kind of, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Realist Hero <laughs> fell off this season. Oh, yeah. I know no. we've said that multiple times, but I started up the episode right after, like, the slave trade episode. And I got, like, three minutes in and I just had to call it. I was like, I'm done. I can't. They're still talking about the slave traders and shit. And I'm like, can we move on? Can we go? <laughs> I want to walk out of this plot line forever. In the most recent episode, I think it's 11, uh, they talk about it again. No, it was 12. Oh my god. And they talk about it again. Yeah. That's the end of the season! Yeah, but it's it's not even them talking. No, because there's 13 episodes. Um, Oh, there's 13 in this one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, There's... (laughs) In episode 12, it's not even them talking about it. It's the Grand Crest Kingdom or whatever it is. The the the, the, empire. the empire. The Empire, yeah. <clears throat> is is talking about the slave trade that he started, that, that like the work he's done for it, and they're gonna do it over there as well, so that they can oh. like work together to end the slave trade slowly. It's like I you didn't- Call me a radical, but I think it should just be ended. Hey, did you know that America tried to do the gradual, slow ending of slavery, and it still ended in a brutal war that still has the highest tally of dead Americans in yeah. the history of the country? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> just yeah. end it. <laughs> whatever happened there's whenever you end it there's always going to be people mad that you ended it yeah so you kind of you just need to you need to bite the bullet i mean as as we stated from the beginning you should have just not brought it up to begin with right it, it doesn't have to be a staple of medieval times Right. Uh, like like I already assumed serfdom was a thing. That could have just been the thing. Yeah. It uh, didn't need to also be like chains and slavery. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'd, I'd say that a realist hero is definitely on the bottom next to she professed herself people of the wise man. <laughs> did you ever <laughs> did you keep watching that? I haven't stopped watching any of them. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Has, how is that one doing? Uh, it's very mid. Like... Very mid. <laughs> no, nothing ever matters. And the characters <laughs> that are introduced also don't matter. And the plot lines that happen don't matter. And I don't care about anything that happens in this anime. It's... It's an anime you put on to nap to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's... It didn't need to exist. Right. (laughs) Like, Realist Hero is down there because, like, it really botched this season. But it it still has a little bit of goodwill from its first season. She professed herself people of the wise man is just... It was never good. It can never be good. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it just it happens to exist it hasn't done anything pert- 
particularly bad. Um, but it hasn't done anything good. <laughs> except for the, uh, except for the pedophile rapey Yeah, but woman. that's in every anime. I, I understand. Like, it's... Oh, but, but see, the take on it not. this time was that she's a woman, and so now it's funny, right? It's funny when a woman is a pedophile. But that's, that's no. not any better or worse than the other one. It's just bad in all of them. But it's also just in all of them. So I, I'm That's not as true. I'm not as strong out about that because it's it's. I guess I'm anime. just it's insulted weak. by the idea. I'm insulted by the fact that it is a woman, and that seems to be their idea. It is like because it's a woman, it's more okay to have this character. That seems to be the thought process. I mean, it's happened before. This isn't new. It just bothered me. Yeah, it's not new at all. And it's uh, nothing that happened in there is new. Um, the there's the two kind of just niceties I'd say. Like Miss Kuroitsu from the Monster Development Department is the only one I'm not caught up with because we've been watching too much Sword Art Online. Um, it's just fluff. Yeah, it's it's just fluff, but it's it's funny fluff. Like the yeah. it's good comedy. It I mean it, it is good comedy. It's just not anything particularly special i just kind of i fall off a lot of things if characters are not interesting to me and like while the show is funny there's very few characters that i'm invested in in that show yeah um alongside that is the uh is in the land of leadale which um which I watched for way longer than I should have. <laughs> uh, it's another anime that doesn't do anything at all. Nothing matters at all. But it's just kind of sweet. It didn't insult me in the same way as that wise man did. Yeah. Which is why I held on to it for longer, hoping that something would happen ever. Yeah, it's 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 just kind of sweet, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess so. Like those two are just kind of meh. They happened. So they weren't bad. They were kind of good, but like I wouldn't say that they're good. Right. Uh, Sabakui Bisco was kind of good was uh-oh uh no, no i mean i i, I say was because it's past tense it's happened it's finished um, oh that one's finished yeah okay and, and you know it was it was pretty good um it had a whole lot more promise than it actually delivered on delivered on but like it never it, at, at no point did it do anything wrong like, there, there's nothing bad about this, and there's really very little bleh about this. It's just a whole lot of promise that didn't necessarily fall through, and it's... Like, the impression I got from the first couple of episodes is that it was gonna be kind of like a weirdly written, but pretty standard action anime. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it was pretty good. I, it... It, it didn't hold a candle to, like, the top two of the season, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And then I guess lastly that I can talk about is Police in a Pod, which has not changed. Um, <laughs> it's still about awful people doing kind of good things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's I'm I'm still confused. I'm I'm like I have no idea. <laughs> What's going on with with the writers of this? Because <laughs> I I don't know. It's it's funny. It weirdly hits okay. on serious topics, but it doesn't like. It's it's a comedy, but it deals about serious things. And when it's dealing about serious things, it. It, like, genuinely deals with them. It's not making light of them at all. And then it goes right back to comedy afterwards. But in such a way that you don't feel bad from the Switch, it's not like, oh, this girl got sexually molested. Now we're going to do funny ha-has to make you feel better. It's like, this thing happened. And then somehow we're going to make comedy separately from that that won't make you feel bad about the thing that just happened i don't i don't know how they did it but something about the separation of the two works something about the separation of the two works and like boy do you hate everyone like no one can be liked (laughs) uh (laughs) but you don't like hate it in such a way that you can you're like, oh, I hate these people, and you stop watching because bad things happen to them all the time. Uh, <laughs> the police force it depicted in Police in a Pod is uh, a horrible place that does horrible things to everyone, um, except for the people who they serve, except for the times when, you know, they give out tickets and stuff, and people hate them because of that. Um. It's kind of like the reason why people like The Office. Like, everybody in The Office sucks. Every single one of the characters in The Office sucks. Yeah. But, like, none of them ever get rewarded. No. (laughs) Yeah. Except for Jim and Pam, I guess. But I guess people consider them the nicest characters. So (laughs) they get a pass. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch The Office. Me either. I, I, I do know enough to say that all those characters suck and <laughs> none of them ever deserve anything good. Yeah. And from what I understand, none of them ever do, except Jim and Pam. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I've never never seen it myself. So, Actually, I've tried a couple times. It just... I can't get past the first episode. Yeah. Same. Like, I've watched the first episode twice, and I just can't. I can't yeah. make it to the second. Same. Ugh. <laughs> 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 oh. Alright. Okay. Well, that was anime. Uh, when did you stop watching the others? Ages ago. Okay. Uh, I think the I think the last one I was holding on to was in the land of Leah Dale. Okay. Well, you were you were talking somewhat positively about Tokyo Twenty Fourth Ward. I remember you saying it was the best anime of the season, and uh, it doesn't seem like it since you, uh, you did it, keep 
watching. Listen, it actually still might be. It's just... I've fallen off of most anime this season just because I'm kind of hitting one of my lulls in anime care. Okay. And this season is just suffering the consequences of that. And, and it's partly this season's fault because it's filled with shit like Slow Loop and Realist Hero <laughs> being shit and Land of Leah Dale and Wise Man. Yeah, and, it's not exactly I... the most exciting one. Yeah, so Tokyo 24th Ward is probably still amazing and I want to go back to it at some point. It's just suffering the consequences of me not wanting to watch all this other shit. And so I just don't open Crunchyroll. And so I don't open, I don't watch Tokyo 24th Ward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's, that's all that's happening there. Like okay. Sasaki and Miyano is actually probably still pretty good also. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah um, the other two on my list though slow loop and life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout probably worth leaving behind yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i could have told you that from the beginning <laughs> yeah i mean total fantasy knockout it, it has some laughs but there's nothing there's no substance you know, it's like it's like cotton candy. You get some sugar, and then yeah, and then you're left feeling empty inside and questioning mortality. I I just think that and um, just as a as an aside, I think that and uh, Miss Kuroitsu from the Monster Development Department are interesting solely in that, for better or worse, uh, they're they seem to. At least to my knowledge, they're some of anime's uh, first forays into transgenderism. Yeah, which really like isn't isn't a thing talked about in Japan, and it's it's really not dealt with well over there, um, and it's really not dealt with particularly well in this anime either. Um, it's actually dealt with better in Total Fantasy Knockout from from the episodes I saw. Okay. Uh, than it is in Miss Kuroitsu. Because, yeah. like, the, the dude becomes a woman, never complains about it, really. Nobody else, his friend is never, like, like, ew, gross. Like, he immediately finds her attractive, actually. Yeah. And, and they just go from there. She, she just starts living her life as a woman, and it's fine. And okay. nobody ever comments on it. And nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's, it's, it's Whereas, just interesting like... to me <laughs> that, like, it happened at all. It's, yeah. It's, I, I agree, like, Kuroitsu did not handle it well, but it happened at all. And, yeah, the, and, like, like, the fact that's... that it happened at all is a step forward could have done without the the scene where the demon overlord or whoever the yeah. evil overlord i mean called her or him i mean kunchan yeah. <laughs> um after explicitly being asked to be called kun yeah like like 
it, it's it's fucked up that that scene happened and he he is left looking visibly shaken after after it and nobody ever says anything mm-hmm. and she never apologizes to him yeah yeah uh. <sighs> all right you know what let's just go to game facts yeah good game Tomb facts. raider john why did you pick tomb raider this is just the question i'm always <laughs> going to ask you now why did you pick tomb raider i'm gonna start making that be the first fact <laughs> it's yeah. just john picked tomb raider because blah um i needed something I had had a plan. There was a plan for what I was going to do. I looked it up yesterday because I I keep a list. I have we have the glowing weak point season two sheet that has all of the the stuff we talk about. And then I also have glowing weak point fact sheet that I keep for myself. It's where I write the facts and then drag them over to the other one. It's where I keep lists of ideas. It's where I keep the list of all the past game facts that we've done. But I had an idea. And I looked it up yesterday, and I got ideas around it. And then today I got up and I googled a different thing and went, well, fuck, this is an entire season's worth of of stuff I can talk about. <laughs> and if I do an this entire now, season? If I do this now, it's going to botch that entirely. So, <sighs> and so I just Googled video game facts and uh, there, was some, <laughs> there was some article that was like, top 25 facts about video games. And, <laughs> I, and I, I scrolled through that until I found one that I liked and then I did that. Okay. Actually, actually, I scrolled through that until I found one that I hated. Absolutely hated the fact. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but you'll you'll get to that really quickly. Oh, uh, it's early on. Yeah, I wish it wasn't. Okay. Tomb Raider is a third-person 3D action adventure game developed by Core Design and published by Eidos Interactive for Sega Saturn, MS DOS, and PlayStation. Most famously. Yeah, most, yeah. Yeah. It was actually Sega Saturn, like, a year plus before the others. <laughs> I I feel like everybody played it on PlayStation, though. Yeah, they did. I, I doubt <laughs> anybody played it on Sega Saturn, or especially MS-DOS. Oh, no, MS-DOS was hugely popular, mostly because of the patch, but we'll get to that as well. <laughs> okay. In Tomb Raider, you play as the archaeologist-adventurer Lara Croft to find a rare artifact of Atlantis by navigating a maze of levels and complexes while solving puzzles and fighting enemies. Yep. So, John, this is this is a test. A, 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 not a test. It's not a test. It's just a question. Okay. Do you believe Atlantis is real? Ooh. I don't know. I, I a lost <laughs> a lost continent, right? He, here's here's the thing about about that continents. sunk into the ocean. Yeah, like 
At the time of ancient Greece, no, there was definitely not a lost continent. If we go back further, sure, there could have been a, you know, we already had, um, what's the name of it? Pan... Pangea. Pangea? Yeah, and, and, like, there were, like, four other, not Pangeas, but, you know, configurations of continents that look nothing like what the world looks like today. So... Do I think it's possible that some element of humanity lived on a cunt, uh, <laughs> this long before? Sure. Do I believe that during the time of ancient Greece, or within the thousand years before that, that there was a lost continent of Atlantis? No. <laughs> <laughs> do i believe that atlantis could have been a, a vol giant volcanic island that erupted and disappeared yes i believe that there might have been a civilization of atlantis but not a whole continent <laughs> yeah okay yeah uh, uh, i don't think that atlantis as conceived of by popular culture could have existed no like, uh, 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 spe very specifically, the highly technologically advanced civilization that just up and poofed into the ocean one day. Yeah. That, that, not real. I mean, highly advanced for ancient Greece's time, sure. I mean, right. the Greeks were, for all their ideas that were ahead of their time, uh, rather technologically behind, considering, uh, there were <laughs> there were civilizations out there with working air conditioning and uh toilets and yeah like they they were uh, their their contributions were not often in the techno technology department but more in the uh societal yeah sense i yeah. mean like actual flushing toilets existed at at the same time and before but yeah <laughs> Okay, that's your answer. Yeah. Initially, core design animator Toby Gard wanted to make an interactive movie starring not Indiana Jones. Everyone realized that was a bad idea, so they switched the character to the South American woman Laura Cruz. And then the studio decided to make her British and lose the Latin name because they're racists and wanted it to be more UK-friendly. To add to this, IDOS Interactive heavily lobbied for there to be a male lead instead, slash as a selectable option. Gross. So yeah. that's the fact that uh, yeah. set you on this path, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would have been cool if Lara Croft had been Laura Cruz. There's that would have been nothing stopping her. Like Lara Croft's Britishness is not adds very at all. little. Yeah. It mostly just adds her dad being a famous British archaeologist. Yeah. Which, but it could just be her dad is a famous British... Latin American, yeah. <laughs> archaeologist. <laughs> yeah. Or, or even like... Or you could even keep the British one, and, yeah. and she's like half half South American. Yes. Like half exactly. Chilean or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just make her entirely British, boring, whatever. 
dudes suck is basically <laughs> what this comes down to. Yeah, and Eidos Interactive, like, come on. Like, they, they had decided that they were going to make this character be female, and... And, I just and then male like, lead, male yeah. lead, fuck you. Oh, and then they're like, well, if it can't be a male lead, let, let's let choose between the two. You could choose at the start whether you're going to play as a boy or a girl. Can you imagine Lara Croft having like, like that would, that would have destroyed what Lara Croft is today. Right. <laughs> no, it just, it's not the same thing anymore. No, it's not. It's it's dumb. It would have been dumb. And and especially since like, man, men really need yet another male protagonist to identify with. Right. <laughs> like Hey guys, let's just make Nathan Drake. <laughs> I mean, like Nathan Drake doesn't even have to be male. Like No. Hey boys. You need an archaeologist slash adventurer role model to. Oh wait, that exists already. Right. <laughs> His name is Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and he's way sexier than Nathan Drake. So, like, he is. I mean, he's played by Harrison Ford. Yeah. Even in the worst movie where he's like seventy years old, Harrison Ford's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, Nolan North, but you're not as hot as, uh, <laughs> like, it's not 70-year-old arthritic Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The worst part, it's true. It, he really aged well into, into being an old man. He is a yeah. sexy old man. <laughs> yeah motion capture by nolan north uh billy unger for drake's deception the young version britain dalton for a thief's end younger version and then also portrayed by nathan fillion and tom holland so <laughs> now, nathan fillion might be more attractive but Tom Holland is like 25 or something now, and he still looks like a 16-year-old. Yeah. You know, I haven't <laughs> liked Tom Holland in anything. But, I just, I feel like he would be a good Spider-Man if they were making Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and they're not. Yeah, like, they're just mini Iron Man movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he was actually being allowed to play Peter Parker... He'd probably be really good. And quick aside to talk about uh, Tom Holland and Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man. No? No, I don't. I don't like Spider-Man. I, I think Spider-Man is a, a bad character. Why? I... Th this is one you have to defend. He's so boring. <laughs> I disagree. He's so boring. And also, like, he's just... um. He's just Puberty the hero. And he's awkward like Puberty. And he's unfun like Puberty. And all the things the movies are like, hey, here, it's it's an allegory for Puberty. And, like, I didn't like Puberty. I don't know anyone that was like, uh, man, you know what was a great time in my life? 
if you're talking about the movies, I, I get you because they never seem to go into like adult Peter Parker, like well, ever. I don't read comics. Like, they might they might get to college Peter Parker. I think that's where the uh, the Tobey Maguire trilogy ended. Yeah, but like. They never get to him just, like, holding down a photography job at the, what is it, the Daily Bugle, or or, or when he's, like, a, yeah. a super smart scientist or whatever. Yeah, they they right. spend all of their movie time on high school nerd Peter Parker. That That That's is another thing, it. where it's, yeah, he, he never has his shit together. He's always poor. He's always late for things because he has to, like... It's pizza time. Uh, <laughs> it's may, maybe it is because of the movies, but I like they never get to a more interesting time in Peter Parker's life. Like I, I really I've, liked Into the Spider Verse because one, Peter Parker isn't Spider Man in that one. Really, it, the the main Spider Man is Miles Morales, a yeah. much more interesting character than high school Peter Parker. Um, yeah. And then the Peter Parker that you do see is like 40-year-old, washed up, down on his luck, divorcee Peter Parker. See, but I feel like that's the logical conclusion of the Peter Parker scene in the movies. Like, he's always down on his luck. He's always... Oh, yeah, like, I, I feel like the implication is it's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I, it absolutely <laughs> is. Um... <laughs> But like I've I'm I've never really been excited about the the powers either. Like eh. Meh. I don't I, I don't like Spider Man. I think Spider Man adds a lot to to kids who really like need somebody to look to in comics. Um and Spider-Man is really easy to be that character because when he's in his suit, he can be anybody. He's like the only superhero who can Stop be just anybody the when in the suit. You you are just <laughs> quoting the authors because they said that. No, I, I know, but they were right. Like, yeah, yeah, you didn't come up with that though. Like, <laughs> no, I know. Like that was Stanley's intention when he created Spider-Man. No, it wasn't. It 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 wasn't. Uh, that's something that he realized afterwards, and he really liked. That's that's part of the quote. Is he? he oh, is it? Did yeah. Listen, uh, it, it was, I I I haven't read the entire thing. Yeah, and 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 my point about it being like you can't say that because you didn't come up with that is because that's just something that he said once in an interview that people have taken and run and thrown everywhere. It could be true of lots of different people. Like, it could be true of Iron Man. When Iron Man's in the suit, Iron Man could be anyone. Because it could. The suit is the power. Anyone, no, it couldn't. It could. Not anybody can be Iron Man. Because Iron Man has to be rich to get to where he is. <laughs> Iron Man... Like, like, really? Like, you could make the same argument for Batman. Like, oh, anybody could be Batman. No, because no. Batman... You have super... to be insanely rich to be Batman or Iron Man. Batman's only superpower is that he's rich. Iron Man's superpower is that so he's is Iron smart Man's. and rich. And <laughs> the power itself 
is the suit, which he gives out like it's fucking candy. Like, <laughs> like Peter Parker in the MCU has an Iron Man suit. I Nine- hate the fucking... I, was, I watched Far From Home the other day. And he, the first suit he wears in that movie is the fucking iron suit. And I'm just like, this looks like shit. War this Machine. Is the ugliest Spider-Man is suit just an ever. Iron Man suit. Like, anyone can, the two of them, prove it. Anyone can be Iron Man. It's just a dude who happens to have a fucking awesome suit. Right, but the reason I think it is true that anybody can be Spider-Man is because... Anybody could just be bitten by a spider. That can happen to anyone. We all get bitten by spiders. Like, whatever. And and the power comes from that. The suit is just a piece of cloth. That's all it is. Anybody can get bitten by a spider and throw on a piece of cloth. You know? I mean, then there's all the mutants. Every single one of the mutants could be anyone because you, you don't know if you're going to become a mutant later and then you could just have mutant powers. Okay, well, at first you had to be, like, born... You had to be born as a mutant. Well, and then you they don't, had, like, the new mutant storyline where people just became... You don't mutants, know you're a mutant until And then they had the inhuman storyline where people just... And then, just randomly became the super powered people and like the only good character that came out of that was Kamala Khan and but uh, I'm saying like you didn't know it was until you reached a point in your life where your mutant power is activated and then suddenly you're a mutant which was also like purposely built for the same thing of anyone could do this you know you could one day just have the power to teleport things and be cool like Gambit but not the movie one because the movie but one see, wasn't like, cool. Like, even then, with the exception of Mystique, like, they all have more showing of their person all the time in their outfits. Like, not anybody can be Wolverine. Wolverine is very specifically a short, angry, hairy Canadian. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's who Wolverine is. If you put. If you put someone else into that suit, it's not Wolverine anymore. You know? Yeah. But you can slap anybody in the Spider-Man suit and call him Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, he's got to have the mutant powers that allow him to be Spider-Man. Well, he doesn't have mutant powers. He has radioactive spider powers. Yeah. Explain the difference and how it matters to this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he wasn't even, born a mutant, so they most, wouldn't accept him into most the... Most uh, of the time, it's just that he has web shooters. Like, he developed a thing. He was smart enough to develop a thing that allowed him to shoot web. I'm also... I'm, I'm always so confused. Does he generate the web, or did he create the web? Because I feel like the implication at first was that he generates the web within his body. No. And he just uses the shooter as a thing so, to shoot it. But it, in the movies, it's always like he developed the web and the the shooter. Yes. Um. So and I, and so I'm left wondering, like, what exactly are is your superpower? <laughs> uh so uh, Spider Man, the um, what's his name? 
The first one. Peter Parker. No, the movie. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man does have the ability to just create web in his body. Like, yeah. he is an actual Spider-Man. He shoots web from out of his body like a spider does, except not out of his ass. So, you know, disappointing. Um, but every other version outside of that, like, every other version outside of Tommy Maguire 1, they don't have the ability to make web. They just create canisters of a super fluid that works as web. And then they... Yeah, they I sh- remembered that about the Andrew Garfield one. They shoot that silly string style all over the city. Like, legitimately every single version of it, from the beginning of the comics to today, uses that. Huh. Yeah, so they, they don't even have, like... The extent of their spider powers is they can climb up walls, and they're stronger, and they have spidey sense. You know what? Maybe you're right. Spider-Man sucks. <laughs> <Spider-Man's> a- <laughs> Spider-Man is my least favorite Marvel character, and my least favorite comic book character total is Superman, because he sucks. Uh, that's a that's a dry take. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm against your Superman take. <laughs> Name one thing exciting about Superman. Uh, his relationship with Lois Lane. Is that exciting? Yes. No, they have they have like genuinely one of the sweetest and most interesting relationships in all of comics, and that's where that's where Superman is really interesting. It's not in his like superhero side, because yeah, that can get kind of boring and whatever. Especially with the the boring writer take of always making him evil. Like gotta make Superman evil because that's the only way he'll ever be interesting. And it's like you could just write a better story for him, I don't know. Um, that's impossible to do, but, but a a good Superman writer will really focus in on his relationship with Lois and and that's where he'll shine. I've never enjoyed any Superman stuff. Fair enough. Fact four. (laughs) (laughs) Laura went through a few more changes before release, the devs taking inspiration from the punk lesbian women empowerment symbol Tank Girl, as well as John Woo movies, leading to her athletic build and signature dual-wielding pistols. Wow, they were taking inspiration from punk lesbian women empowerment, and Eidos was like, hey, make them a male lead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tank Girl is cool, though. Not the movie, but the actual comic. Well, the cool. the new one might be cool. Oh, are they the, making a new one? There's there's potentially a reboot in the works run by Margot Robbie. Ooh, Margot Robbie as Tank Girl would be cool. It would. Listen, Margot Robbie has become... like It feels like out of nowhere, Margot Robbie just took comic book movies by storm. And nothing yeah. is the same anymore. <laughs> yeah. Her take on Harley Quinn is like the only take you can have anymore. 
Lara Croft has seen little change over the years, only recently being toned back to more realistic proportions and switching the weapons up some. Yeah, I actually really like the Breath of Fresh Air that is uh, the newer Tomb Raider games. Like the, the I do like Rise of the Tomb Raider. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Nigel West, one of the original devs, has confessed to accidentally creating the pyramid boobs and that there was no time to fix it, despite the fact that the incorrectly entered scalar would have been incredibly easy to fix, and they just chose to release it as is regardless. Yeah, like, that would have been It would have just been a fix. few keystrokes and they could have yeah. fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's... Nigel, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> yeah, uh, there have been so many different cover-ups for Lara Croft's uh, breast size. Uh, there, there was even <laughs> someone suggested that it was actually intended from the beginning. Um just just so dumb. right i mean it was absolutely intended from the beginning I yeah don't... yeah like there's no way <laughs> they, it wasn't right the back then the consensus was that the demographic is young boys yeah and young boys like big boobas yeah there's so. there's i i haven't gone to the um uh there's apparently several q and a's with toby guard um, Game of Sutra, BBC, uh, the Tomb Raider anniversary bonus DVD, uh, that are, are quoted on the, the Wikipedia page saying, Lara's notably exaggerated physical proportions were a deliberate choice by Guard, as he wanted a caricatured personification of women who could be an action icon for the younger generation. But like, Nah, what? like you're 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 trying to cover up for the fact that you were a bunch of horny men and there was no woman there to stop you, and so you right. <laughs> Probably largely due to her chest, as well as a disgusting lack of female leads in games for years, she has actually appeared on more magazine covers than any supermodel in history, with over eleven hundred covers as of twenty sixteen. And not just game magazines, but weird outliers like the Financial Times, too. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why she was on the cover of the Financial Times? Yeah. I mean, they had to have been... When was it? Uh, 1996? They had to have been talking about, like, IDOS Interactive's, like, stock... Or something, and they, yeah, or, they or, used her. Honestly, the, the Financial Times had to have just been like, ah, right, video games are on the uptick in the uh, <laughs> stock price <laughs> today, so let's find a picture of a video. Oh, big Here's boobas! A, big boobas! This will <laughs> sell. <laughs> We're about to be able to move on from Lara, but we have to mention the fan-made software patch Nude Raider that, well, you know what it does. While a cheat code was suggested, 
gross, during development that would do the same thing and were strongly vetoed, fans made it happen anyways, and IDOS Interactive have fiercely shut sites down that hosted ever since. I... Man, they the, really suggested the, a cheat code the, for the that. Fact, the fact that a cheat code was suggested during development that would make Lara nude is just a perfect encapsulation of the studio and how disgusting it is. Oh my god! <laughs> like... Yeah, I they, hate video games. They've got the pyramid boobs. They've got the fact that they're racist. They're like... <laughs> oh boy i am glad that core design does not exist anymore so john you know i play i play women in games like all the time whenever it's available to me Me too Uh uh-huh um don't read into that but (laughs) when i when i do it's it's so rare that this happens i I don't hate chainmail bikinis. I don't. Okay. Um, like, but it happens so often that it's like, okay, I'm bored of all the chainmail bikinis in these games. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we put some actual armor on these women? So I've been playing Elden Ring, and I've been playing as a woman, and mm-hmm. the armor is actual it's armor. just armor yeah like when you're fully equipped with armor you don't look any different than a dude and and like, honestly like to to go back to you're talking about you don't hate uh, chainmail di- bikinis i am I, like i understand the arguments against chainmail bikinis and yeah honestly they're all 100 percent valid every single yes. argument against them and all the arguments for them don't exist you can't make an <laughs> argument for them. <laughs> Here's like, the, no, you can. You can be truthful. The argument for them is that they're hot. Yeah, the, the, correct. Yeah, they're hot, <laughs> they're hot, and at this point, they're a staple. Like it's yeah. just a staple of the of fantasy that you have that. Red Sonia is hot. There is like. not a problem <laughs> with having chainmail bikinis. Just don't make that be the only type of armor your character yes. has. Like, if women can only show off their boobs and ass, then you have a problem. You should have lots of different styles of armors and clothings. And, like, when when I say I want my female character, my, my rogue, to have leather armor, I don't mean bondage straps. I mean, leather armor. <laughs> yeah, so, like in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, um, armor always changes what your character looks like. Um, and there's there's a set of, or three sets of armor that are in like the jungle uh, set. Ugh. And then there's also, there's also bathing suits, which Is are it just obvious vines? what they do. No, it, it's, uh, it's very light clothing so both men and women will end up like half naked when they're wearing the jungle armor okay yeah and and, like that's fine and then you grow you go to the next area you leave the jungle armor behind and now they're wearing like full clothing again (laughs) 
Now you can like like set the uh, appearance to the jungle armor and wear different armor, and that's fine. It's hot. It's fine. People want to do that, and you can do that for the men and the women. You can have yeah. fucking shirtless yeah. Shulk if you want him. Like, yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just don't fucking justify it with some stupid ass bullshit. Just say it's hot. Yeah. And have other options. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't just be a horny game. Yeah. That's fine too. <laughs> really, at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. Just understand mm-hmm. that if you try to justify it with some bullshit, people are going to call you out on it. Yep. Yeah. Rightfully so. <laughs> Hugely popular, the game spawned six immediate sequels, as well as two Game Boy Color sequels, before being passed over to Crystal Dynamics, who rebooted it with Team Tomb Raider Legend, made the co-op spinoff Lara Croft and series, and then re- rebooted it again with Tomb Raider 2013. And then made the much superior Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> and the third one that I don't remember. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Nobody yeah. cares about that one. No. The The new trilogy peaked with Rise. <laughs> That's just a truth. Okay. In addition, three movies have been made. Initially starring Cath- Catherine Zeta-Jones before they settled on Angelina Jolie. And the third movie being a reboot in the Squeenix CU... Featuring Alicia Vikander as Lara, with a sequel to that coming out this year. What the fuck is the Squeenix CU? It's the Square Enix Cinematic Universe. What could that possibly entail? <laughs> oh, I love the fact that this is just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are so, you including, like, Final Fantasy, the spirits within and shit? No, 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 no. Um, let me... Advent children? Um, so... <laughs> it's, it's the shared universe of Square Enix films with Just Cause, Hitman, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Thief. What? Hold on, what? Wait. Um... What? Yes, and, and correct, Just Those... Cause, Deus Ex, nor Thief... Don't have films yet. What? <laughs> yet. But it's supposed to be a shared universe where... You can't just... make a Deus Ex film. <laughs> you can, but it, it won't work in the same universe as the others. <laughs> and it just won't be... The Deus Ex name, when you're using the Deus Ex name, you're trading on what the game was. And the game was a wide-open sandbox where your choices really mattered. Yep. <laughs> uh, you could still you could still do a single-player story in the uh, a, a single yeah single-player story in that universe that's just linear. But it'd be bad. No, I mean, I that's wouldn't. what like that's what like human uh, human revolution and mankind divided were. Those weren't great <laughs> but they weren't bad i guess they weren't deus ex uh in addition to her film career the character itself has produced two albums mm-hmm. that were so awful 
that's the note here. You listen uh-huh. to them? Uh, I have not. I was taking other people's, um, <laughs> what they had said about it, because... God, I wish we could play music on this podcast, because I would totally just pause right now, <laughs> and we would listen to it, and then we would play it for people in the pause, and, yeah. and then we would come back and be like, well, wasn't that a thing? <laughs> But I'm guessing these albums aren't in the public domain. No. No, they're not. <laughs> so it's uh, Come Alive and Female Icon. I believe are the... Uh... If we only played part of it and then we talked about it, no. would that be considered no. transformative? No. <laughs> Can't do that. Damn. Many songs reference or are dedicated to her or people from the games as well. For example, the Klaxon song, Atlantis to Interzone, is dedicated to the villain Natla from the first game. And that was just the facts. Yeah, we're moving on now. <laughs> God. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I looked it up. Her, her albums, it was... It's Rona Mitra... As Lara Croft. Um, and okay. I've they, never heard of Rona Mitra. It's a spin-off pop-driven amalgamation of electronica, dance, alternative, and soft rock. What? And, uh... That isn't what Tomb Raider it, would sound like at all. Rona, Rona Mitra was, at the time, the official Tomb Raider model. And this was Eurythmics. Uh, well, Dave Stewart was the other half of um, Eurythmics. And oh, so they didn't even get they, Annie Lennox? No. So they got it was <laughs> Dave, Dave Stewart got Rona Mitra to sing. And uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. You know who they should have gotten? They should have got Daniel Johnson from Savage Garden. That's a that's a much more Tomb Raider sound. Okay. Yeah. I'm just throwing so, that out there. So what do we do now? Okay. So this uh, last week we were talking about how we just don't have topics of the week anymore. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> like so rarely do we come up with a good one that's actually like fun and interesting to talk about. Yeah. So maybe we start do you know, like, at the start of this season, season two, we started doing the thing where, like, one week we'll talk about games, and one week we'll talk about anime, and one week we'll talk about news and stuff like that. And we'll just, whatever we have the most to talk about is what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. So I was thinking maybe we start doing that with the, the third section. Like, the second section is always going to be Game Facts. Like yeah. that's that's the core. Somehow it's become the core of our podcast. You're is game facts. <laughs> so so why not just have rotating parts around that core, right? We've already got the light novel recap that we do once a month at the beginning of every month. Yep. So why not add more things? <laughs> More things good, less things bad. 
it just gives us more to work with, right? Okay. So, what are your suggestions? So, I have two for right now. I have two ideas. And if you have, if anything comes to you while while I'm talking, or if you have already come up with something, feel free to offer them. Because these might not be good. They're just things. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Glad glad to hear we're going into this well. (laughs) Alright, so the first one, and the one that I think has the most promise, would be a, a, a section, a segment called Scratching the Itch. And okay. what this what this would be is the two of us agree on an itch game that we both own. Probably most of them at this point because we keep <laughs> buying the big bundles. I actually haven't bought most of the the more recent ones because I'm poor and I don't have money. I see. But yeah, but we, I know that we we both have three bundles in specific. We have the uh, the Ukraine bundle. We have the uh, the racial justice bundle, and we have the Palestine bundle. Uh huh. Yeah. So so we would go we would go through those, and we would find a game to agree on, and then we would both play that game, and then for the this is basically a smaller version of that bonus episode idea. Yeah, I I noticed saying. that you're kind of just yoinking that into this. Yes. But see, the bonus episode idea would be for, like, a larger game. But uh-huh. with itch with itch games, they rarely take longer than, like, three or four hours to play. Yeah. Right? Like, you can yeah. sit down and knock one out in a single sitting. Uh-huh. So, we would do that, and then we would come in, and we would discuss the game, the pros, the cons, what we liked about the design, what we hated about the design, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an option. What's what's the other one that you have? Alright, the other one does not have a name yet because I spent all of my creative energy on scratching the itch. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but it would be similar. It would just it, it, it's it's the same thing, but with music. Oh, like one of us, one of us w- would suggest an album that we like or that we would like to listen to, and the other we would both have to listen to it that week, and then we would talk about it. Gosh, I'm scrolling back through the the season and seeing what topics we did, and <laughs> damn if it wasn't it's- me that came up with most of them. <laughs> It's dry, also. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty wasteland. Much just me who came up with them this this season. I came up with some, didn't I? Mm, I'm not, not about to go through them right now. Not really. <laughs> so it was the why do devs make games so political nowadays? Um aka the proliferation of minority representation in gaming and how culture both responds to it and causes it, which was... That was you. Me. <laughs> uh-huh. And... Let's see. Man, it's it's hard to find them. Normally, I... For season one, I actually made like, a... Them down. Like, I named a version so I could just go back through each of the weeks. 
Uh, how failing in a game can spur you onwards and why sometimes it doesn't, which I think was you. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we did Sword Online Progressive 2. Yeah. Uh, then... Progressive 3. S- oh, that was Progressive 2. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm going forwards from the the first Beginning. episode. Yeah. I see. Uh, then there is the TT Games uh, suffers from every single intrus- industry abuse tactic, which that was, was something that you picked out as news, but I said that we should just do for the full episode on a later date because... Uh, we agreed on that because we went through all the news and then that one was going to take forever and we yeah. we hadn't actually had enough time to like parse all the information. Yeah. Then there was the history of glaives. That was you. <laughs> yep. I feel like you should have held on to that one for like an April Fools. <laughs> no. No. No, that was a good one. I liked that one. That was was actually one of my my favorite topics we've done uh what makes a great sequel uh, that was me which that was you but uh we didn't do the thing you wanted to talk about no um, we started talking about <laughs> i think that was the first episode where we just started talking about star wars <laughs> uh, i think you're right yeah <laughs> then i think we had like two weeks of of we had one week of sword art online and then another week where we just didn't have a topic and then March 7th, you didn't know what to do. Something, something, discourse of the day, bad, good, etc. I don't think we talked about anything. I think we just ended nope. it after Game Facts. We didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then last and then week, racism. which I did yep. pick. Yep. yep. But we also just started talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yep. which tells you where my mind is at and it's not on those things yeah it's not even on star wars i just found talking about star wars more interesting than that other stuff i mean star wars is so universal that it's easy to come back to it like it's it's easy to be talking about something and then be able to go see this is kind of like star Star Wars. wars Yeah. <laughs> yeah, th- this is like you know what? Like Star Wars, this thing. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's just easy to come back to. All right, so your idea is basically just we review something. Yeah. Even, even either though, an itch game or a music album. Even now, though in the, itch in the game, past you have been vociferously against reviewing things. <laughs> Oh, well, we're still not going to give it a number. We're, okay. we're never going to give them a number. I hate okay. rating scales. Like, I hate ratings. Okay. So. It's just going to be like, was this game good or was it bad? What did we like about it? What did we not like about it? Okay. What did it do that was interesting? Did it Did it break outside? Even if it was a bad game, did it do something that was like new or fresh or did they have an interesting take on something like that's what i want to talk about i don't want to just rotely give things a fucking number i hate that shit <laughs> and the same with the the same with the music if we if we go that route 
Like, I, I really want to talk about, like, the interesting, uh, I don't know how to talk about music. Listen. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I've been a musician for decades now at this point, and I don't know how to review music either. Uh. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a, there's a pretty famous quote that, uh, talking about music is like dancing about architecture. <laughs> It's fair. That's, that, that's that's genuinely fair. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, we could do it, but like everybody, we would stumble through it. Yeah, and I'm not going to be the type who's going to be able to go like, wow, I really... Well, first of all, I don't think either of us intend to do this from a musical point of view. Like, don't we don't know us, music theory. Like, I, 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 I do. But I really, no, I do. I have taken many, many college courses on music theory. Oh, I I see. I just don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why I didn't go into being a musician. (laughs) Part of it was uh, I didn't think I'd be good enough, which is mostly just imposter uh syndrome yeah but, that's that's just uh i'm never gonna be good enough to do anything so why should i even yeah, try we could Looks uh meaningfully at the base behind me we could do the same thing because we we've got we've, so far we've got uh games we've got music we've got writing so we could do art as well we could just randomly oh, talk about art at all randomly stumble upon a deviant artist and then go in depth about <laughs> I can't. I, don't, I wouldn't. I don't know. Do you know how I would have less would to be? say about that. I would at least have things to say about music. Like, I have thoughts about it. I can talk about the certain things. Um, not from a music theory standpoint at all, but just like... I liked. I really liked the part where they went. That was my favorite part. Well, I can talk about it better than that, but most of my my talking about it would be from a lyric standpoint. So yeah, because that that's where my that's where my heart lies is in lyrics. Yes, because you're a writer and bass lines. I mean, anyone can boogie with bass lines. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I really love bass lines. Uh, I seek out songs with great bass lines. There's an artist, right? Now, her name is Blue De Tiger. Uh, her primary instrument is the bass. All of her songs are super bass heavy. It's great. Uh huh. Yeah, you can do a lot with a bass. Yeah, she does a lot with a bass. Mm hmm. <sighs> so, yeah, those are my two ideas. What do you think? Uh, there's certainly ideas. Okay. I, I mean, for, for one, like the game thing, you really are just taking from the other idea that we have. Um, yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's really just exactly that thing, except very specifically uh, on itch games. Yeah. Like we would um, only be talking about super indie obscure itch games. Yeah. Um, yes. And they would be extremely obscure (laughs) (laughs) like i think the 
the least obscure of the games is maybe Celeste. Yeah, Celeste is in every single one of those bundles, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Minute. Minute's pretty well known. Oh, and the newest one, we have Skatebird. Yeah. Oh, and Crosscode. Crosscode's in there, but that's that's like an actual RPG. That's like a 40-hour game. Yeah, that's too long. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... How about oh, this? Super Hot? I don't want to play Super Hot. <laughs> uh All right, how about what? Let's let's do a trial run of it next week. Well, no no we don't cuz next week, week is, after is next. light novel. Let's yeah. let's keep thinking about it then. All right. <laughs> let's keep thinking about ideas, trying to come up with something that's not directly ripping off other things or just running a review. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll, if we don't find out something else or come up with the topic by, you know, two weeks from now when it's the next time we need to do something, (laughs) yeah, then, then we'll do the, the game one. And if you have any ideas for us, and if you have any ideas about the scratching an itch or the music one um email us or john's deviant art one or yeah or my deviant art one which was a joke but is actually technically a thing we could do it's as valid as the two that i proposed yes (laughs) it is because it is is exactly the same as the two that you proposed Um, Listen, there's only so many things you can talk about in this life. Uh, we didn't even... Okay, no, I was going to say, we don't even talk about, like, the visual arts, like, movies, but we do talk about anime. Right. Um, and that's that's another argument against talking about the games, is because we already have a thing where we talk about games. Right. Um, so, my the reason why I... I I think scratching the itch is different is because when we talk about games that we've played, we are always talking about different games. There is never a single moment where we have both played a game. Oh, we played Minecraft. That's like the one time. (laughs) Yeah. But our, our taste in games is so wildly different that games played is really like me talking at you about a game and then you talk at me about a game and we'll have thoughts about what the other person is saying no, be but honest we have... <laughs> be honest it's you talking at me about an rpg and me talking at you about destiny yes <laughs> and we will have thoughts about it and there's there's conversation that happens there but there's never a point where it's like a shared experience and so I think the the scratching the itch would be different because it's an intentional shared experience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you have any thoughts about new ideas that are better than the ones that we came up with, which will probably be anything you would send us, uh, or if you have an opinion on us going one way or the other with one of these three options... Uh, email us at um, 
What is it? Is it Wombat at Glowing Weak Point or? No, it's Glowing Weak Point Podcast at Gmail. Okay, Glowing Weak Point Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, or you could tweet at me. I am on Twitter a little bit more because now I um, post the thing. So, yeah, and I'm not on Twitter at all. So, uh, you can also tweet at Wombat, and I go on there occasionally to see if he's uh, sneaking in there. So, um... <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm really liking not being brain poisoned. It's wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> not just fucking doom scrolling all the time, seeing people's bad fucking takes on Ukraine or whatever. Yeah. Or even worse takes on the return of the Jedi. <laughs> right. Oh, oh God. The worst of the first six. Yeah. What are you saying? It's what are you smoking? Absurd. <laughs> That's a take. No one has. That's a take for a take's sake. Yeah. Which is really what Twitter is at this point. It's just people uh-huh. saying shit because you have to you have to have new and interesting ideas. You have to be a unique person. Mm-hmm. And so you end up saying stupid shit like Return of the Jedi is worse than Attack of the Clones. Fucking yep. moronic. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next season where we'll be reading one more time. Uh, reborn as a space mercenary, I woke up piloting the strongest starship. Uh-huh, that bullshit. And, um, please leave us a like and review and stuff. it really, really help. And, uh, yeah. Share this well, with someone whose dogs don't bark in the background. Yeah, do that. That's, that's that's better than me telling you to share it with someone who has pyramid tits. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, bye everyone. Bye.